Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Free apps for Disco Coolia. Get a great table in your math class. Your eyes will be more than just light. Getting started with number bonds to five. And how do adults with Disco Coolia navigate life? This is our podcast week 38 in 2022. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Service. She's going to help us Table would be used 
other uh, purposes. Then I would put out only one type of play item at a time. Having lots of different play items at the same time, that uh, results in less play because then they, the selection process takes less time. Also, I would mess up kind of the play of my students at least once a day, if not more frequently, so they can start over with their activity. And if a student arrives to see something made, they do admire it, but they will often not play themselves. So you want right. to have it at the start, you want to have beginning. Fresh. Yeah. Fresh, yeah. fresh. Good point, good point. Now, I would also allow students to play during any downtime in class. Students play there most always between classes, before or after school, and occasionally even other times. And I, as a teacher, will watch, listen, and learn. And the great thing is that she noticed that students of all of these abilities participated. They made beautiful tessellations, for instance, pentagons or frogs, where I see a little uh, Escher-like uh, inspiration coming up. And yeah, I would say our listeners should really go and read the article uh, that we linked to. It's uh, wonderful to see this initiative and the success it has with that uh, already. Right. Yeah, it's a wonderful, uh, wonderful initiative. Uh, it's fun. Fun. Okay. Next link is puzzling. It's very puzzling. It says that your eyes can see more than just light. Now, how's that? Yes. Um, Humans react to light. We all know that. Right. Um, right. Um, but it also um, reacts to perceiving the amount of objects in a person's field of vision. And that was absolutely a new information. It's outcome of a study conducted by the of Psychology of the University of Sydney in collaboration with the Universities of Pisa and Florence in Italy. And it was recently published in no less than the journal Nature Communication. There you go. Absolutely. So uh, the pupil light reflex is well known, and that is a, a very automatic physiological uh, response. Now we see that it uh, also is regulated by uh, cognitive and perceptual uh, factors, says uh, Paola Binda. This is new information. So this, they did studies where people would look at numbers of dots or dots and lines that connected them and notice that the pupils of those people reacted differently and changed size with the change of the number of the thoughts, mind you. That is really interesting. Um, now, this does not happen uh, with people who have dysphagia. So if they can develop this oh, a bit further, yes, yeah. it's very interesting. It would maybe be a powerful means to identify dysphagia at a very early age. Why is that we have to go to the uh, ophthalmologist? Right. I've done to do this uh, this yeah. uh, assessment. I like it. 
The, uh, the next link is about starting with number bonds to five. Now, what can we learn here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is an article uh, written by Dr. Helen Williams. She's an independent educational consultant, and she specializes in the learning and teaching of uh, early years and uh, key stage one mathematics. And for our listeners in the U.S., key stage one, that is the, the early years um, of uh, elementary school, how they call that in the U.K. So, in uh, this post, she goes over the phases of early numbers, counting, cardinality, composition, but also comparison. And she explains how important that fluency is for later mathematics. Now, the wonderful thing of this article is that she lists no, list, no less than seven activities where you can start immediately with working with your little ones uh, on this, all uh, through play. It's a very um, uh, nice activity and um, it's like uh, hiding games where uh, you have little um, playmobile figures that go in and out of a tent that you build with, with paper or having counters and, and connecting cubes in each hand of the child. Uh, she also uses beans and buttons, so things that you have laying around the house that you can use for this. Very interesting uh, read, and I just noticed that she has also made a book called Playful Mathematics for Children Aged 3 to 7. And uh, the pictures that are on this website really help you to, uh, to do this with your own uh, little ones. Okay, well, it brings us to our last link for the week, and, and that talks about how adults with dyslipidia navigate their lives. That sounds exhausting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the daily blog brings a very realistic and, and revealing view on how adults need to cope with their dyslexia in their daily life. And it's typically not easy. And when you sit down and, and think about um, that you encounter math every day, multiple uh, times a day in various ways, and right. they they all of them uh, pose a, a challenge for them. And when math is not your strong point, it, yeah, actually it, it can amount to a continuous struggle. So adults don't always like to go to a tutor to get official lessons in math, but they're often eager to learn, uh, provided it is at their own time, in their own place, and their own pace. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, that's normal. That's so, lovely. We, we have tried to develop a solution for this, and we offer a video series that may help make their life a bit easier. The video series has, has videos re-explaining the math operation. Addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, also decimals, fractions, and percent, but in a variety of creative ways. So it is easier to remember. And obviously it's connected with everyday life uh, application. Also, we then have a whole range of videos with topics that you uh, that you encounter in your real life, like giving a tip in a restaurant is one of them. Or provide simple explanations on 
how to use math and make uh, make this all a little bit easier. Now the series is available via Math and Real Life Pathology, and there are some preview videos available also, so you know what you can expect there. Good, very good initiative. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for stepping in and sharing your views with us. We hope to see you again next week. There'll be another list of uh, links waiting for you. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Disco Kuya Services, and you can follow her all over the internet. The, the thing is, she keeps working on her passion to get more people involved with Disco Kuya because the children need support, and as you heard, also the adults need support. Now, the adults can help themselves. They can go to mapinreallife.org. The children really need a tutor, and you can help with that by going to discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com, and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments, and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.